Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast that has been and will continue to be dedicated to reviewing reviews. That's right. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together... We are the Review Queens. And a very special cheerio cheerio to all of our Patreon members. To join them, go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. If you'd like to support the show in an additional way, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Chelsea, yes. happy 100. Oh, I cannot. I really can't believe it, Trey. I can't believe we're at 100 episodes. I'm just noticing you guys. Okay, so Trey is wearing our Queen of Hearts mm. card. I don't know if you guys remember the photo of Trey and I standing next to each other as Queen of Hearts, but he's wearing his costume. Your version of this costume was like crumbly and made in the 1970s. I was going to say, I was going to say, my. I think my version of the queen of hearts was like in a factory for a hundred years yeah, it was, <laughs> it was definitely... shedding everywhere but you look lovely and Thank yeah you. i can't believe it a hundred episodes i'll never forget that first photo shoot in the basement of your house when this was mm-hmm. still sort of a conception of an idea and we didn't really know exactly you know what was going to go down and now we're a hundred episodes in and i can't imagine my life without this podcast I mean, it is crazy. Also, the photo that we're talking about in question is on our homepage. So go to reviewthatreview.com. It's the image you see. It's a little um, challenging to sit in this costume. <laughs> um, it like keeps choking. Yeah, it does. Me, it's it's like it, the shoulders are riding up a yeah. little bit around the neck. But yes, this is our 100th episode of the podcast. How insane and crazy. Wild. Today is going to be a very special edition of our show. And I was thinking, why don't we kick off this 100th episode with a really amazing rapid-fire questionnaire that I found on the internet. And this is specifically questions that you should ask on a work anniversary. Okay. So it's basically, these are just 10 random questions that will help us navigate discussing what it's been like for 100 episodes. So some of these weren't really like particular. So I just tried to like finesse them to make sense. So first of all, first, first question, number one. Yeah. What is your favorite work memory? Oh my God. Okay. So, so many funny work memories of this podcast, but I think that my, well, I have two favorites kind of. My first is the time when we were recording and at the end I said, and I'm at Trey Gerald. And then I just like started hysterically laughing because I don't know why I said that. And then I think my second was Bow Wow. 
just like all of the yeah. laughs in general, like just the times when like we mess up or we do something a little bit wrong and then like we're rolling laughing for a long time. That's my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna, I feel like Bow Wow is up there as well. <laughs> I think my favorite memory, it might actually be when we like announced on social media And like, I just got such an overwhelming response of like encouragement, which I thought was really exciting because I thought it would be gross to be like, I'm doing a podcast. But people were really interested, I think, because of the post I made about how it's something I've always really wanted to do. Yes. The people were really rooting for me. That was a really great memory for sure. Yes. Okay, Trey, what is your favorite part of this job that we have? That's a good question. I think my favorite part is we don't have to like sit around and wait for people to give us the green light or to tell us how to do things. I like that we, it's like, this is fully our creation and no one can tell us yes or no. That's probably my favorite part. What about you? Yeah. I just love the creative control and like being able to create something that is ours, that is fun and that we don't have to have anyone else's permission to do. I think that's like the best thing about the podcast (laughs) format is that like Mm -hmm. we do it and thank goodness people listen and are so kind and supportive of what we do. But regardless, like here we are. And as you know, in the industry that we work in, Trey and I are both actors and I also write Trey's written a little bit, produced a little bit outside of this podcast before, but we're always constantly waiting on somebody to give us permission to be able to engage with our art. And this is a way that we get to engage with one another and an audience on our own terms. And it's, it's really rewarding. Yeah. It's interesting. We have the same answer. (laughs) Well, what has changed the most since you started Mm. doing the podcast? Wow. That is a, you know, I think that, I think before I did the podcast, I used to be like really afraid just speaking candidly, I guess in a public Mm. forum, like I never thought that I would be someone that would really, you know, it is, it's a comedy podcast, but like we share things about our life and especially in the after show, you know, we, we Mm. share personal details. And I think that was something that like, I really feared before this. I had a real fear of showing up as authentically myself. I think that was one of the reasons why I loved being an actor was the idea of getting to hide behind a character. And I think when I first thought about doing the podcast, even though I've done stand-up before and things like that, I don't know, there was something very vulnerable about it. And I was afraid of that. And now I think it's like the thing I love the most about it. And sometimes I say stupid things and sometimes I listen back to an episode and I'm like, I use the wrong word or whatever it is. But you know what? It makes us all more human. And um, I, I really have a different perspective on that. So I think that's probably what's changed the most for me. How about for you? It's so crazy because I feel like it's similar. Like, well, two things. A different answer is I think I'm much more aware of length of my communication because I'm editing the show. So I'm very much aware <laughs> yes. of when I'm like circling the plane instead of landing it. But very much I, my first response, what has changed the most for me is very much my opinion, like being mm. okay with sharing my opinion. Yeah. Especially because we deal with objective and subjective content where 
we're not always going to agree, especially within the one in fives. That has really had a positive impact on me outside of the podcast and just sort of being fine with sharing my opinion. Right. And not feeling like I will get in trouble if I do that or I'm going to be disrespectful if I do that. Yeah. 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 That's been really nice. Okay. So this is an interesting question. What is your proudest accomplishment so far? I would say sticking with it. Ditto. Yeah. I mean, are we just always going to have the same answer? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I never really, I did, I think I was intentional when we like started about doing it one week at a time. Right. But I don't think that I really foresaw 100 episodes, not because of, any specifics. I think I just wasn't sure what my life would be or that it was even stick withable. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just I'm proud of the fact that this is one of those projects that I really enjoy talking about beyond just like the fact that I still love doing it 100 episodes in. It's kind of rare to have something that you know, because I'm a writer and I've done, I've written web series, you've been in web series and you don't always want to talk about it. And I always want to talk about our show. And I find that I have great conversations with all different kinds of people, strangers and friends alike, about a lot of the things that we discuss on our show. And it's like the easiest thing to describe. It's such a breath of fresh air when you're talking to someone and they say, what is your podcast? And to have something that is like so universal and so easy to describe and everybody understands it and to be able to be a part of that, I think feels really good. And I'm really proud about that. Like I I don't always like to talk about what I'm doing, but I find that I can talk about the podcast and and I'm proud of what we've created and that it's it's really just the two of us running the show. That's like what I always tell everyone. I mean, I'm just like so proud of us. We're just like the two little engines that could. I mean, I think a lot of people don't understand, one, how much work goes into creating a podcast and mm. two, that guys, it is Trey and I. Like every email, every marketing material, every piece of editing, ev- like every platform that this is on like every single element that goes into this show is Trey and I. So, you know, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. And I, that's like what I love about it too. Yes. All right. What surprised you the most about this job? Mm. I think like going back to kind of what I just said, just how much work it is. I think I, Mm. I, I had a lot of friends that had podcasts prior to this and I, I was more of an audiobook girl back in the day. And I think I was just like, that's cool. That's like a cool little thing that you do. And I think I was really surprised when I realized how much work and how much dedication and commitment goes into keeping a show going and and producing your own podcast and just there's so many elements that I never would have imagined when we started this venture but I'm I'm glad I said yes blindly me too um, because I I learned so much how about you yeah workload for sure yeah but I actually talked about this a couple of episodes back I don't remember when but I think the most surprising thing about podcasting to me is length of memory. I literally do not remember what we talked about. <laughs> I don't remember like it I and that know. is like so interesting to think about on like a life scale. Yeah. Like how much conversation do I just forget all of the minutia about? Yeah. 
I mean, it's really fascinating. It's and fascinating when other people like repeat things back to me about our show. They're like, oh, it's so interesting yes. that you said X, Y, Z. And I'm like, we, I said, what? what? What did I say? Or yes. But yeah, that is, that's so true. That's yeah. so true. All right. What advice, Trey, would you give to a podcaster on their first day? I mean, it's funny because it, it just full disclosure, Chelsea and I are on the brink of expanding the show in a really exciting way. And so we have, it's funny that this is happening. This recording is happening as we're like back in the trenches of creation. Yes. But the advice that I would give now is like, literally advice I gave to myself four hours ago, five hours ago is like, don't be worried about getting it right. Yeah. Like that concern. And that is something I would say often was like, don't let the possibility die out of trying to get it right. Cause I think that so often we can stop ourselves from creating because we're trying to get the picture painted perfectly. Yeah. And I think like so much has come like at episode 98 is nowhere what episode two was. And we wouldn't have gotten the quirkiness, the fun, the like ideas, the context, if we hadn't just made episode two. 100%. Which like is so like, we get that, like it's so easy to get that, but to live through that, I think has been a challenge. And yeah. So that's really the advice I would give. And that's, I remember Chris Wendelkin, like he was also saying like, just do it, like just make it and you'll figure it out as you go. And I think that there really is truth in that. Like that is the advice I would give is like, just play it, just play it out and and don't worry about getting it right. What advice would you give to a podcaster on day one? I would say, I think an advice that, that you and I gave each other, that is something that I always try to go back to, which is that we do this for fun and we do this to show mm. up consistently. And it's an exercise in committing to something and not really getting like so distracted. Like I will say that I've been so pleasantly surprised by our numbers and how many people listen to our show. And like, that's like amazing, but almost like, the downfall that comes with that is that now that you're like, oh, we are having all these numbers. It's like, well, how can we do even better? And how can we have even more so that we can be getting to this next place? But I think it's really important that I keep reminding myself, like, it's just the two of us and we're doing so amazing in everything that we're creating. And I don't need to compare myself to Mm. anybody else that I really need to stay in this lane and stay in the joy of what we do and the enjoyment of recording this podcast with you. And that is really what people I think are resonating with. So the more you can not get marred down by all of the minutia of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but how many downloads do I have compared to this other person and really stay in your own lane? I think the happier you'll be throughout the process. And And then the side effect of that, I think, is that people read that you know, as authentic, and then they do want to listen. Right. All of that is almost like secondary to like what yeah. actually is going on. But exactly. It seems like yeah. it's not. I mean, yeah. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of, yes. what was your favorite episode? Okay. I still have like, oh, well, oh, God. Okay. There's two. I say I for my, my review, my favorite was the ball. 
Like that was oh. just so fun. The inflatable ball still yes. remains the my favorite, I believe, of my reviews. But honestly, I think my favorite overall, which shouldn't be shocking, is the Santino cherries. I mean, those were literally <laughs> the two I was gonna say. I'm trying. How? What else do I? I also, I think my favorite verses was DJ Spinfo, oh, which DJ was like Spinfo, our very which was first. like our first verses. Yeah. That was a good one. I mean, it that might kind of be mine as well. For whatever Santino is so special. It was nice when we did my favorite murder because it was like kind of personal and it was a podcast and and I remember Okay, Cupid. That was like an intense episode too. And I loved like having our guests, like when we had Natalie and yes. Mark Tuminelli. That was mm-hmm. really fun. And we have a uh, unaired one with David, which we'll maybe share at some yes. point. Yeah, these are a few of my favorite things. Okay, so what? What's the silliest work mistake you ever made? I feel like I already answered this, but what, what was yours? Um. Well, what comes to mind is when I made up the Cookie Monster. <laughs> oh my god! And I didn't, I didn't yes and you. I mean, it's not a mistake, but oh, oh yeah, but you were just like, I'm trying this new thing, and I was like, okay, that was really funny. Why? What about you? Mine was definitely when I was like, and I'm Trey Gerald. Like, I just don't oh, know right. why I said that. I just thought it was you for a second. But I like legitimately was reading the script and I was like, I'm Trey Gerald. We haven't recorded because I want to say we put it on our Instagram. I think as yeah, a video. Yeah, yeah. And so it's still if you go to the reels tab, it's there. You'll see it there. But that was definitely a silly mistake. I, oh, wait, I just I remembered. Can, yeah. Another like favorite episode was the poop in the pool. Oh my God. Where we got to be like detectives and, and really yes. like, that was a good reply, reply. From, from owner or whatever. All right. So these are our final yeah. questions. So okay. what do you see for the future of the show? Well, I mean, should I tease what we've been working on or should I not? Or yeah, go ahead. Okay. So something that has come up a lot a lot of people have been asking me if they could watch us on YouTube. And that was not something that Trey and I had really set up before. And now that it's literally come up so much, like it, it comes up almost, I'd say every other time I pitch the show to someone, Trey and I are going to start releasing full unedited uh, episodes of our podcast on YouTube. So we're going to be a little bit behind real time. So if you're joining Patreon, you're still going to get full access to the brand new like you know hot off the presses episodes but if you're not in patreon you do have an opportunity to go through some of our backlog and and watch trey and i go through these episodes yeah so i see that as being the future and and i still really think that yelp i mean i think i feel like it's yelp needs to hire the review queens come on don't you think we would be so cute in our little like bee costumes in the top corner of Yelp and we could we could help the people? Yeah, I really liked that badge idea. Right? It's like, this has been vetted or not vetted. Yeah, hit us up. You need the review queens to vet your reviews. So that would be great. How about you? Well, definitely like the presence on YouTube, a full presence. Yes. I, that's happening. So that's in the works. And also I like finding new ways to expand the world of review that review 
I am excited for that. And it's like, these are the things that just keep showing up. So it's exciting to be presented with what is next, you know? Yeah, I would love to do a live show, a little little tour. Yeah. Okay, so finally, Trey, what would you like to accomplish in the coming year? I mean, I feel like it's kind of similar to the last question, but like, I'm always looking to streamline the editing process. Yes. Also, like, I love that we recently had a review from Indeed. Like, I'm excited to, like, keep finding other resources and um, finding funny content. Or not always funny, but, like, interesting content, more diverse content. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I would love to have more guests on the show. But we do have, like, a few guests in the wings who Mm -hmm. we've been working on... um, scheduling with and i'm just i love those episodes and i miss getting to interact with people in in different lanes and and have their perspective so it would be like it would be great uh if we could have a few more guests in this next year that's right yeah and i would also love to hear from you guys it's my favorite my literal favorite part of the show when you guys leave a voicemail at one eight five zero review zero and you share with us your fetches and all of the above. And why don't you take the opportunity since we've just talked through some of these questions, what's there for you as listeners? What have been your favorite episodes? What have been your favorite inductions? All of those, et cetera. Call us, 1-850-REVIEW-0. We want to hear. Yeah, let us know like if there was something that you loved. Like, Did you love the guest episodes and you also want more? Let us know. Yeah, keep letting us know that stuff because that's why we brought back the merry-go-rounds on the after show. Yes. All right. So why don't we take a quick break? And then when we return, our special edition 100th episode is going to take a very meta turn. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yay. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. What, what the review was Me either. <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. Hey, Queens, on After Show Episode 80, Chelsea and I slog through the humiliating embarrassment of watching, rating, and reviewing our very first attempt at Review That Review. That's right. Our very first dress rehearsal. I'm crying. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> We are like two seconds in. Where we were able to send love and be very kind to our past selves as we rated and reviewed episode one on our 100th episode. This after show is an hour and seven minutes of candid conversation as my face turns purple. I'm turning red. I'm so red. I look like an Oompa Loompa. Chelsea literally hawks up a loogie. I'm dying. I totally forgot that that was what we did. <laughs> I mean, oh, tissue. She has a tissue. <laughs> Things take a very different turn. I knew it, you little bitch. You changed it. You don't want to miss this, I promise you. So if you have yet to take the plunge and join our Patreon so you get access to this members-only after-show companion podcast that we talk about every episode, I really implore you to take the plunge right now All you have to do is go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon, 
where you can join at four different tiers. We have a $1 a month tier, a $5 a month tier, $8 a month tier, and a $15 a month tier, where you will get access to over 203 exclusive posts, including video and audio, get discounts on our merch, and give yourself the opportunity to being featured as one of our Patreon Royal Highnesses. So go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon right now so that you can listen to this very (laughs) humiliating episode, as well as unlocking that entire back catalog. It wasn't that I was like judging you. It was that I was thinking, (laughs) I'm going to have to do this. (laughs) Like you got it over with and it was like, a lot. And then, like, I'm about to. <laughs> but I was also thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, what is? What have I done? <laughs> but that was definitely what I was thinking. We love you, queens. Keep your crowns up. Love ya. Love ya. All right, we are back. Episode 100. So for today's episode, Chelsea and I are going to rate and review episode one of Review That Review. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. A little nervous. It's going to get meta up in here. Consider this like a DVD bonus feature. We're going to listen to episode one and have a running commentary. It's like the director's commentary edition. That's right. And we'll pause if we need to, if we like feel like we need to really dig deep as okay. we are inspecting and assessing episode one. Oh my God. We'll also assess the kvetches of episode one, see if our ratings have changed over the past 99 episodes before ultimately rating and reviewing the first episode itself. So we recorded episode one on June 12th of 2021. Okay. We had been doing some dress rehearsals. I think we did four or five dress rehearsals, maybe. I think three. And then like the fourth one was ended up being episode two or three, I think. Right. Something like that. So we sort of kind of had figured out what the basic structure was. But I have not listened to episode one since it went live. And it went live, I want to say, on my birthday. Because I think it was June 22nd. Yes. So we debuted with our first three episodes on June 23rd of 2021. Okay. Day after my birthday. It's crazy. so crazy. I mean, I re- I also, Trey, have not listened to this episode since it first aired and I, and I played it in my car. And I remember sort of like biting my nails being like, oh, is it going to be okay? And I think it was, but um, maybe I'll think differently now that we're 100 episodes in, but I think we mm-hmm. should do it. Yeah, let's go. So we're going to actually, you'll see on Patreon or on YouTube in several months, uh, we're going to actually watch our unedited video recording. So you might hear some things on this episode that weren't actually in the edited version of episode one. All right. So should we do it? I feel All nervous. Right, me too. Oh my goodness. All right, here, we go. here we go. Are we ready? We're ready. Chelsea, this is episode one. I know. No pressure. You ready? Clappy yes. clap. One, two, three. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. The time has come. 
Chelsea. I didn't even have headphones yet. Right. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing. Reviews were just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's true. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we're... The Review Queens. Holy cow. We um, are so excited to finally be uh, premiering the podcast. I figured that for this first episode, we can just take a brief little moment up here at the top, sort of to explain who we are, how we arrived at this uh, idea. And then we can tell you a little sort of summary template of how our episodes will go. And then we'll jump right in. So you're not just listening to a boring uh, infomercial at the beginning when you don't know who we are. I think that's a great idea. So, so who who are we? Oh my god. Well, I'm Trey Gerald <laughs> and I am a actor writer, sometimes funny person, uh and now a newly appointed review queen. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. I live in New York City and uh <laughs> I've been here for almost 11 years. Chelsea, who are you? I am Chelsea Don. I'm also an actor writer, comedian. I live in Los Angeles. I've also been here almost 11 years, which is crazy. East Coast girl, grew up on the East Coast, right outside Philadelphia, and just here to do the thing, you know? Okay, wait. Yeah. All right, what's there for you so far? I feel like I look so young. I don't know. I'm like, did I age or have I just been hearted by the industry? I I don't know. I just feel so, like I seem so innocent. I can tell in myself, I re- like my my heart would be beating so hard. Yeah. And I was like so nervous. And I can hear like I feel like I'm not actually speaking in my voice. I'm kind of like trying to sound a certain way. Totally. Same. I feel like even in the like intro copy, we're like very much doing a commercial. And now I'm just like, I don't know, we just say it. It's just more natural. But I'm like but I'm not know. like I'm, hating it. I'm not like totally no. cringing. That's good. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, not, here we yet. Go. not yet. We met, I think the year was 2017. Is that right? As my memory serves. Yeah, it was the summer, I believe, of 2017. Yeah, we met because I was spending a little time in Los Angeles and our mutual friend, Emily Cratter. Hey. Hey, shout out. She was like, you have to meet my friend Chelsea Don. You're going to be obsessed with her. And I had heard tell about this really funny person that went to school with her. And anyway, so I met you. And, you know, that can go one of two ways. <laughs> we actually became really good friends. Like we kept in touch. And now here we are. Gosh, that's, now it's 2021. And yeah. um, I, I thought about coming up with a podcast idea. And I, you came to mind. You were the first person. And I called you. And you called me right back. And here we are today. It was an honor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so little quick notes here. So we started pitching and brainstorming and coming up with um, ideas and templates and blueprints back in March. Our first conversation was in March. Amazing. And uh, we have spent the last couple of months really hashing things out, getting comfortable. And we have been recording mock episodes <laughs> that will probably never see the light of day. And Maybe. it's been... Except they will. Could be. But it's been really fun. It's been such an interesting, fun, uh, creative outlet, especially, you know, we are 
coming out of this era of uh, the, sh- the lockdown and you know this horrible pandemic. And uh, this has been like a really fun experience working with you. And so I hope that all of the listeners equally enjoy diving into this outrageous world of online reviews. <laughs> I guess what I'm just wondering, like, why did I think strangers would care about any of that? I, I don't know. I just remember you saying that you wanted people to know who we were and what our relationship was and I feel like that's fair because a lot of the feedback that I've gotten about the show is that people like it because they can tell that we're real life yes. friends and it's like hanging out with a couple friends and I think it gives it context. Yes. I get it. I don't remember why I added it out and stuff. So this is also like we're just watching the stream of conscious talking, but Oh, that is true. I think I I now that I'm thinking back on this, I think I remember listening to it and then giving you editing notes and we like cut it down even more because I was like we got to get to the meat and potatoes of why are we doing the podcast. Yeah, it feels a little long to me, but that's just me being critical. It is a little long. But but this again is the unedited version and this is like really this was what we were doing. I remember being very afraid during the part where I needed to like intro myself because that wasn't scripted that was just like and now Chelsea and Trey are gonna talk about themselves a little bit and I remember being very nervous but I I think I I played it off we were both so nervous yeah it's cute all right here we go I feel like we should get into it right yeah yeah, let's do it let's do it so oh Wait, I do want to quickly ask, are you someone who partakes in online reviews? Are you a person that is in this world already? I'm an avid reader of online reviews. I wouldn't mm. say I'm as much of a writer, but I read all the time. I'm constantly dissecting reviews. I do this for friends when they get like, they're like, oh, I'm afraid to buy this product. And then I really will go through it and say like, is this a deal breaker? Still true. I've been that person for a long time. And I think I generally have a good sense of people. And when we're like, you know, just sort of kvetching because or sorry, complaining because (laughs) we feel like we want to hear our own voice. And when we're complaining, because, you know, there's something that needs to be said. And I think I have a pretty general respect for both of those sides. So I can say I'm passionate about reviews and I've written a few in my day. How about you? Yeah, I, I, um, I think I, I have written one review in my life on delivery.com (laughs) And after a horrible experience, and then I got so paranoid that I actually like completely changed my entire username because I was like so afraid of retribution. So I'm not I'm not a person that frequents Yelp or all of those situations, but I I do look through reviews on Amazon. So I'm excited to. um, I'm gonna find that review that you wrote. Oh, I wonder if it's still there. You know, see if there's if there's retribution to be had. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad that we um, are here. I'm glad that the listeners are here. And I feel like we are more connected now and we can jump right in. So here we are. Episode one of Review That Review. Crazy. Here we are. I mean, how was your week, Trey? Did anything exciting happen this week for you? You know, I had um, a very, really great week. It's been... I don't even know what to talk about for my week. That's still true for me. <laughs> we could not do weeks. I mean... We pretty much already talked about... Yeah, let's, ju- let's just jump into complaining. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm about it. Because I just want to go ahead and get to the meat so that they don't like okay. turn it off, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, I can intro. <laughs> I, think I, can intro. 
I mean, it's interesting that like okay, I am, such an honest moment. But I'm like responding to that in real time, so I'm glad to see that I was feeling it in the moment. Same, same. Yeah. But like, I still like, I still think the hardest part of the episodes are recapping my week. I don't know why that's so hard for me. All right, so we're nine minutes into this recording of the episode, and we're about okay. to finally start the episode. Okay. <laughs> If I was making a podcast, I think I would come up with a really cute phrase for that. And it would maybe be the first segment called Lodge a Complaint. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so glad you had that queued up. Mm-hmm. Do you have a complaint to lodge, Trey? Yes, I absolutely have a complaint to lodge. And I thought long and hard about what should be my very first for the episode, for this first episode. And I'm going to be controversial. Oh, no. Okay. But with a heart of bravery. And I'm going to go after this complaint <laughs> that needs to be lodged against oh, I the NBC competition show, yep. The Voice. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. The Voice. Can you... Okay, Chelsea. Can you yeah. name a single winner from The Voice? Oh, no. I watched some episodes, probably not, to be honest. But my parents are avid voice watchers, so they might be able to. Can you name a winner of American Idol? Kelly Clarkson. Okay, there you go. Stuttered. Okay, this is what has occurred to me. I was never in that reality competition watching because I went was in a boarding school. We didn't have cable. But uh, my husband is obsessed with American Idol and always has been. And so I've seen it. And I have seen the evolution of that program where it was really sort of the new star search. And then it started to turn into about the judges. And then you get like the likes of huge celebrities. And then it's sort of more about them than whoever wins. Okay. So then in that platform, we start to create a show called The Voice, where it's literally about these judges turning their chairs around. Great idea. But we're on season, I don't know, 2,800. And I... Like, I don't know a single person who wins. It's the same as like The Bachelor. Like, as soon as it ends, then they have one of the of a different gender bachelorette. So it's like I just I I feel like we need to put an end to these entertainment reality competition shows that aren't fostering like careers for people. But then is that like unfair to expect that this like competition show is going to launch someone's career? Like, don't you have to put you know, I don't know. The music industry has nothing I know anything about. It just really bugs me that this reality show, I there have been seemingly one winner every season, and I couldn't name a single one. They also, like, I think have multiple seasons in a year. Right. Like, it's not just one. I think we're maybe like oversaturating the market, but I think that's an interesting point. <laughs> These are like entertainment shows. I think that's why it is about the judges. And so to me, it's sort of like obnoxious that it's this whole ruse that it's about finding like, well, I don't even know. What is the title of the voice? You just win the voice. Okay. So, all right. So they're not trying to find America's next like superstar. I'm sure they get some sort of a record deal and who knows? I don't know, but that's my complaint. I'm just, it's, it, (laughs) it bothers me. And I think there could be some reflection about why it bothers me, but maybe because they're all verified on Twitter and I'm not. And that is my real complaint. Mm. I think it's a worthy, pretty long winded complaint. That was a lot. And also we were still really digging. We didn't really know exactly what we would be complaining about long-term, but like 
all the like sort of basic everyday complaints we did use during rehearsal. I'm also noticing like I clearly cared way more about the way that I looked during episode one. <laughs> what do you mean? These recordings. Well, I like I, my hair, hair is like freshly blown out. I think I maybe have a little bit of makeup on. I just feel like in general, I, I like was more like calculated. Now I feel much more carefree. I hear that. I, but I also think you like, it's like, it was like a new thing. You were like showing up 100%, you know? Right, right. But I also still 100% stand behind not liking the voice. I still 100% would watch right. that today. Okay, there. Right, let's hear yours. I'm curious. Good to hear. I Me too. What did I say? Chelsea, oh. do you have any complaint you want to lodge? Oh, I think I remember what I said. <sighs> I do. I, I want to make Wait, like... pause. Can I guess? I think... I think I complained about Newton and like Newton's law and everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Isn't that Murphy? I'm I'm not a... Yep. Murphy. (laughs) Wait, but maybe it was Newton. What was Newton's law? Isn't Newton gravity? Oh, yeah. Everything that's up must go down. down. Right. Okay, so we think it's Murphy-Newton here. I think it's Murphy. I think it's Murphy-Newton. Let's see. I don't remember. First of all, a general complaint against like Murphy's Law (gasps) and whoever you were right. Hello, such a pessimist (laughs) that like anything that can go wrong will go wrong, and at like the most inopportune time. It's been like getting really hot in LA lately, and it's great. I love it. Except this was the time that my air conditioner decided (gasps) like "Mm, let's just not work anymore, and I want to blame Murphy. What do you think Murphy's last name was? I thought Murphy was the last name. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, like yes, Newton, uh-huh. like Newton's law. <laughs> Newton. Wow. Okay. So, what do you think Murphy's first name was? There you go. Probably something like very old and like like a Sigmund, but not Sigmund because that's taken by Freud. But I think like something that's like, oh wow, like haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> would be my guess. Edwin. <laughs> like Edwin, yeah, Edwin this with like a familiar. middle name, you know, Murphy yeah. the fifth. Yeah, but why? Why such a pessimist? <laughs> why can't it be like everything that can go right will go right? Mm. You know, I feel like that's very Buddhist of you. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Wait, I feel like I I just had a memory. I remember yeah. early on feeling intimidated by your comedy brain because I remember thinking like you would have very funny thought out tracking of like jokes in your complaints that like made me feel like oh I'm so glad I picked her because she like thinks in a way that I do not think that's funny I did not plan anything I did write all I had written down on a piece of paper was was Murphy well I think that is who you are innately like I think like your brain thinks through things obviously in a different way than me but I don't know I just remember being very aware of like oh she's so quick just to remember that thank you Thanks. Anyway, lodging a complaint against Murphy and like the bad, I don't know, juju that he puts out and how it affects me personally, like with my air condition not working. It's a good complaint. I'm going to be really thinking about Edwin Murphy for a while now. (laughs) As you should. All right. 
I feel like I've heard enough about us and our mm-hmm. complaints. Maybe we should hear some other people's complaints. What do you think? I love it. Let's do it. Okay. As your trustee review queens, Trey and I will each bring in a new review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We will read the review. We will break it down. And then we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns because we are the review queens. It's true. It's a very regal process that we've created with leading scientists and researchers in the field that we call (laughs) Assess That Kvetch. But Chelsea, my dear, for those of us who don't speak Yiddish, what does that word mean? Oh, my God. Kvetch means complaint. Oh, like what we were just doing. Correct. Oh, great. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, which one of us is going first today? I don't... I'm first. Oh, you're first. Okay. Well, take it away, Review Queen. Let's hear it. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. I don't remember what you brought in. Do you remember what you brought in? A while ago, and I've been sitting on it. Mm, yes. So here we go. Yes, I remember. The very okay. first review on Review That Review. Review that review. It's crazy how much the scripts have stayed the same but sound different because we're so I know. more comfortable. I, have found I was thinking that too. The website Goodreads. There's a very <gasps> yeah. active community on Goodreads. This is Shanice, right? This is Shanice. And, uh, that was a good episode. I liked Shanice. Was written by Shanice. And um, this is uh, one star for the book Fifty Shades of Grey. That's right. Okay. Ha 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 ha. No. <laughs> You're serious? That's right. This is a New York Times number one bestseller. Why? Why are people still oh claiming how quote unquote good it is? How much they quote unquote loved it? Have you never read a decent piece of literature in your life? Not to say this is literature, but come on. Okay, I'm abusing Burn. italics. I was excited to read this book because I like a little romance and erotica every now and then. But I didn't expect this. This wasn't erotic, nor was it romantic. When Anna first meets Christian, it's more than obvious that this is a fanfic of Twilight. Anna's clumsy, constantly... (coughs) Excuse me, just choked on myself. I'm going to go back. (laughs) Nervous. Okay. When Anna first meets Christian, it's more than obvious that this is a fanfic of Twilight. Anna's clumsy, continuously bites her lip, doesn't understand why a guy, any guy, would be attracted to her, and ridiculously naive. Parentheses, Bella looks like fucking Wonder Woman compared to Anna. (laughs) There was a moment in the book where I put it down and laughed. A good, hearty laugh. I'm not exactly sure where it was. The whole thing is purely comedic. I wasn't going to continue reading it, but I kind of wanted to know how it ended. So I basically skimmed through. I mainly read their emails, though idiotic, were still cute. The actual writing in this book was poor at best. The repeating of sentences, phrases, thoughts over and over and over again. I believe she mentioned her subconscious about 80 times. Parentheses, this is not an exaggeration, but fact. And... (laughs) I wanted nothing more than for her quote unquote subconscious to shut the hell up (laughs) and her inner goddess parentheses mentioned about 60 times question mark. Ha ha ha. What a (laughs) slut. What is BDSM? I'm not one who is a fan of this. I don't want to be quote unquote controlled and I don't want to quote unquote control someone. 
So that whole aspect was bad enough in and of itself. And the fact that she was actually scared that if she did something wrong, he'd hurt her wasn't a red flag to her. There's a difference between love and obsession. For anyone who wants to read a romance or even erotica, you can buy a $3 or $4 book from Blaze or Harlequin on a Walmart shelf. Why the fuck would you want to pay anything more than a penny for this book? Seriously. All caps. Why do people like this? Christian was nowhere near sexy to me. No matter who I tried to picture playing him, it was completely (gasps) pathetic. And now they're making a movie? That's completely unfair. And how will they even do it? I say Jack Black plays Christian and Busy Phillips plays Anna. (laughs) Hey, now that would be interesting. Please, italics, please, bold, please, Please stop buying this book and reading it. Just stop. Read books that deserve this attention. Oh my goodness, Shanice. Oh, wow. <sighs> What's there for you listening to this? I don't know. Like, <clears throat> so in, in the middle of listening to this, I started being like, oh, I should take notes on this to see if I, I brought I? up some of the same points that I had before. But I mean, I know, I, I vaguely remember that I took Shanice to school a little bit because I just felt like this was an opinion piece written as a review. Okay, yeah. And Shanice was really like damning this whole book that obviously was a bestseller. So there's somebody out there that really likes it, even yes. if it's not Shanice's take. I still stand by that. I This stuck out. I don't know if it stuck out before, but the part about reading the emails. Did you read Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey? No. Neither did I. But is there like a section of the book that's their emails back and forth? Maybe. And then the other thing that popped out to me, which I was like, actually kind of fabulous, is like, I want to see the Jack Black, Busy Phillips, (laughs) (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey rendition. I mean, I don't (laughs) remember. I just remember. I remember us being obsessed with Shanice. Yes. Because it is really ripe with personality. I totally. love the opener is ha 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 Oh my God, no. the laughing at the top. I was dying. That's really fun. And yeah. the laughing, the ha's throughout, the haws, I think is really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree. But I am also struck. I'm hearing in myself right now, like, I mean, it's a review, but it is very much not considering that there's any audience that would like this. Exactly. It's very clear that this person read Twilight and is coming in with a bias. Exactly. It still sticks out as a very good reads review. There's something about yes. the strong opinions that I think amongst the Goodreads community and people that read a lot, it's you can get away with this a little bit more on Goodreads than you can on like an Amazon or Yes. Goodreads reviews do feel like you're at a pulpit and you're like right. giving a lecture. Yes. Like yes. It, there is always an air that you are the expert. Correct. Should we try to rate it right now or should we listen to what we think then? I feel like we should try to rate it now because I think I will be influenced. I think I will be too. All right. We're going to try to tabulate right now based on 99 episodes later. Okay. The queens are tabulating. Total score. We didn't have half crowns at the time, I don't think. Interesting. Whoa. I'm holding up two. Trey's holding up four. I don't know. I feel like I I would have been harsh because I would have felt like Shanice was was just voicing their opinion too loudly as fact. 
So I went with two because we didn't have half. If I was going to do it today, it probably would be more of a two and a half. Yeah, I'm actually thinking maybe I don't mean four. I think what's <laughs> there for me, like I appreciate that um, Shanice is going strong strong in their thoughts, which is like yeah, why I'm I mean, here. I but like I'm also, Shanice. Like, I think she's fun. Yes. But. But I don't know that Shanice ne- necessarily represents what my opinion of the book would be. Yeah. Right. I mean, is it common? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like there's also this whole era, or this there's this whole phenomenon of backlash against popular things. Right. Yeah. Like, are we just being irreverent? So I think I might want to change mine to three because I do kind of feel like it's not offensive either way. Like, I think. It's kind of middle of the... Like, it's just really strong in personality, right. which is fun to read. Right. Agree. But not every review that's fun to read is actually a review queen. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Important distinction. Shanice came to play. I think I said that. I to say. <laughs> but, like, that is the review on, like, a website. Like, she... Like, that's an essay. Like, that... If, if I was a third grade teacher, minus the F words, that's an essay. Oh, for sure. <laughs> could even be collegiate level. I mean, she <laughs> not only did she, I, I just heard you reciting that. And I just want to point out that not only did she use italics and bold and things like that, but she like commented on it. She's like, I overuse the italics. I'm aware. Okay. It was so a choice. It literally was like very small on the website and it's kind of long. So I had to like <laughs> copy paste it and put it into a word document so that I could see it better. Yeah. And I like erased all of the, um, font formatting and then i had to go back and undo that because so much of what she's writing is in the way in which she chose to put it on the page so maybe shanice is like an english teacher yeah where i sort of lose shanice is her dogmatic approach she's you know really speaking for all of us when really she should just be speaking for herself. Like Mm. personally, I think if Shanice was talking more about her personal preference Mm -hmm. and less about the absolutes, like this doesn't have a right to be made into a movie. This doesn't have a right to take place anywhere within literature, not to mention (laughs) within this genre. (laughs) I feel like Shanice could have been a review queen but yeah. the bias really pushed me um, outside of that category for Shanice. Also, it, it struck me that, you know, I didn't read this book. It did, it yeah. was a cultural phenomenon and it's about BDSM. So it's just interesting to bring up like, why is this about BDSM? Like if you aren't interested, then like... Like a different book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or just like... You know, Go to Walmart. That aside, I actually find this to be a very valuable review because... I feel like Shanice is a wordsmith. And so there's a lot of um, attention to detail and it is like a full arc, this, this, (laughs) this review. And so I imagine that they have a high level of taste when it comes to other people's writing. Yes, I agree. She's speaking in absolutes rather than personal opinions. Um, But that little shift aside, I, I feel like I feel warned, maybe like spend your time somewhere else. Unless, like, you want to just, like, stop and have a hearty laugh. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but wait, I just have to contradict my past self because Shanice admits that they didn't finish reading the book. That's right. They were skipping around. I don't don't even think we spoke about that because there was so much going on in the review. I didn't hear that either until the replay. Yeah, good point. I feel like Shanice is the type of person that, like, just laughs all the time. (laughs) 
say what you will about Shanice and her opinions. But when you're around Shanice, you're going to be laughing too, because she just brought so much laughter (laughs) in this review. And listen, like I'm going to stand by. I think Shanice took this one step too far in speaking for everybody. But I think Shanice is the kind of person where like, if we were all hanging out and she was just like saying her crazy, absolute comments and laughing that everyone would be like, oh my God, Shanice, that's such a Shanice thing to say. And we would be (laughs) laughing too. So I do kind of think this was a common experience. I mean, I think everyone knew that it was like based on fan fiction for another source material, Twilight, and that it was like not necessarily great literature, right? I think this is probably a common experience, right? I do. But I wonder like, you know, if this would be a deal breaker, like if I was somebody that was into Twilight wanting this fan fiction experience, would anything in this review keep me from buying the book? I don't think so, especially if I was like on board for a BDSM moment. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't like that. She's not into that. But like you said, like you, you know, what do they say? You don't go to, you don't get milk at the hardware store. I mean, like, you know what you're getting when you're going in for Fifty Shades of Grey. Agreed. There's no gray area in what you are receiving. Zero gray and Fifty Shades Zero of Grey. Zero gray. I mean, I think we've been talking about this the whole time, but I this is like thoroughly entertaining. I think it's a very entertaining review. Definitely points for entertainment from me. And then I, I don't feel persuaded either way. Right. So that is interesting because I really sure. like this review. I enjoy it, but I it, I don't really know that there's any impact, honestly, other than like laughing and counting the haws. <laughs> I agree. I think um, I think that the impact wasn't. Um, as impactful <laughs> genius phrasing there <laughs> all right i feel like we have enough information yeah i think we do too are you ready to right. crown it yeah i'm ready let's crown do you remember it. what you did Chelsea didn't we like what? have a whole conversation about like how are we going to intro this or <laughs> what are we going to say going into the crowning or whatever and i i think i just like said it i said yeah let's crown or something like that and you did yeah. and then we ended up using that I wonder if I'm going to have the same rating. I don't know. Maybe I, w- I moved her up to a three. I'm going to stick with my two, though. I mean, we didn't do half crowns. We didn't have half crowns. I think there's a possibility that the Chelsea of 2021 did a three, but I'm still going to lean towards two. Let's see. It, the, I My memory of Shanice is much more affectionate than I feel. I still the, think I like Shanice. But yeah, I like Shanice, but I remember Shanice is like a really remember good review, family, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Okay, here we go. You ready to show? Yeah. I mean, can I say I was like really tempted to break a crown in half <gasps> for this? Oh, we should discuss that. Should we be there able to go. do that? Should we have a half? Because I wanted to card? do two and a half crowns at that. Episode one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Listeners, if you have an opinion about that, share. Yes. Okay, you ready to show? Yes. Three crowns. You know a tie. We both have three yeah. crowns. Chelsea, you want to um, explain why you re- and today you said two. Today I said two, but I said I wouldn't have been surprised if the Chelsea of twenty twenty one had given three because we didn't have half crowns right. at the time. But I didn't know that I had said that. So interesting, right? And I originally said four, but I think after I spoke, I said three. Yeah. So we're still That's we're pretty. We're pretty much the same. I mean, we're pretty there as what we were, which is which is kind of cool. Yes, I voted for three because I gave 
Shanice, high points on personality, entertainment, and conviction. Where she lost me was her impact or influence, her ability to sway people in one way or another, and also the bias, her personal bias uh, based on her taste. So that was why I took away two points. But I kind of want to like go get a drink with Shanice, which <laughs> is why I was tempted to give her an extra half crown. How about you? Okay. Oh, I was go. gonna do three and a half. Actual, See? Like, Ditto. Because I feel like I want to be friends with Shanice. But yeah, I mean, I, I I would need to read a couple of more reviews to sort of get a deeper feel. I found this to be incredibly entertaining, um, which is why I was between three and four because I Whoa. it was a pleasant read and so I funny. appreciate her attention to bold and italics and line spacing, capitals, parentheticals. But ultimately, you know, uh, it, it's sort of middle of the road. Maybe I would break a crown too if, if we were doing that. That's why I went with three crowns. So that was such a good first entry, Trey. Way to really have the first review of Review That Review deliver on so many levels. I'm impressed. I'm honored to be your partner in Review Queendom. Oh, Shaw. Um, <laughs> but I think we do need like a little bit of a palate cleanse before we just dive into the second review. What do you think? I love that idea. So let's do a quick little break. And oh then when God. we come back, Meryl. we are going to introduce you all to our fun game with Meryl Streep. <gasps> Love it. BRB. Okay, I want to quickly just give a little bit of yeah. like chat moment to Meryl. And this is going to come up in the after show for this week. So Meryl came up because originally when Trey and I had conceptualized this show, we thought that we were always going to read all of the reviews in accordance to a random roll of a wheel that Trey had purchased and had at his house that we were calling yeah. the Meryl go round. And that would mean that like the entire Shanice review would have been read as like a news anchor or one of the categories <laughs> from the Meryl go round. And so we did actually record an episode where we did that. And we are going to be replaying that for the Patreon this week. Yes. But it's so funny and really wouldn't have done justice to the reviews if we were putting all no. this on it. But, you know, this is so what would have been so distracting. But this is what happens when you are conceptualizing a podcast, you know? So funny. Now, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you did it. I was like, are you going to do it? Episode one. Yeah. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. All right. Here's the deal. Trey and I are each going to pick a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, not a second more, We'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. I like, I vaguely remember that like you were having trouble. I don't know if it was in rehearsals or when it was, but like with the pithy copy, like you like, you I kept was, like tripping up. And so that was when, when we decided you had to then and there that like that was going to be my section. I also remember crafting the phrasing of that with you. Yes. The review is two out of five awful. 
and the reviews. Wait, stayed. so I didn't even bring in a one star. I brought it. Wait, did I bring in a two star for a one star zinger? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's really funny. I didn't catch that. I didn't even catch that until you just that's said it. So funny. <laughs> I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. <laughs> All right, that's a, um. All right, that's, that's what I gotta work with. I think you're gonna do great. Okay, here all we right. go. Three, two, one, go. Disney. I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. <laughs> Disaster. I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. Televangelist. I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. Southern. Oh. I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. Mime. <laughs> Popstar. I would rather pass a gallstone during a Yanni concert. Cool. You got that? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Thank you. I think it's a word word. I think it was. I think. I think Meryl would be proud. How many was that? Six. Ah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, I can't even believe it. I hope I, Meryl would be proud. See, I said Meryl would be proud. Because you're really good at this game. But no, no Trey, you're good. Who, who cares? Okay. <laughs> my one star zinger is um, also from Rate, my professors randomly. Oh. Okay, so this is actually from Brown University for a history professor. This is um, two out of five. Same. Oh my God, you did it too. I didn't have it either. Oh, funny. Why were we? Well, how, what? We called the entire thing one star singers. We worked so hard to write that copy. One star. And we both brought in two. That's crazy. I don't think we did that after this. I feel like I was more intentional about one one sentences. But yeah, same. literally both of ours were two out of five. That's, That's so not crazy. a one star. That's hilarious. He didn't laugh when I said that his mom was the capital of Djibouti. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Three, right. two, one, go! Mime. Always start. <laughs> Horror. He didn't laugh when I said that his mom was the capital of Djibouti! <laughs> Musical theater. He didn't laugh when I said that his mom was a capital of Jabuta! Televangelist. He didn't laugh uh, when I said that his mom was a capital of Jabuta! <laughs> Disney. Oh, he didn't laugh when I said that his mom was a capital of Jabuta! That's all. Oh. That's <laughs> like four or something. How no, many it wasn't. Again? It was one, two, three, four, five. I'm really proud of you. You really are good at this. And so you deserve this round of applause. You are great. <gasps> you are always so hard on yourself. You. I'm honored. I, I never really won anything growing up. So even, yeah, even... I feel like you always win this. You're so good at this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yay. That was uh, the Merrill go round. Okay. Same sound review cue. Review that yeah. review. We didn't strap each other in. We didn't. When did we start doing that? I wonder. That just happened organically too. I remember making a graphic for it for the Instagram. So I know it had something to do with Miley Cyrus. I think you strapped (gasps) me onto a wrecking ball. That was the first one you mean? I think so. Because then it was so funny. That we continue. I could be wrong. That's funny. Yeah. I think. I think you're right. My review is from Yelp. It is written by David S. One star review of the Central Park Zoo. Oh, yeah. Um, 
just for a little bit of context, David a good idea. S has written 38 other reviews and included nine photos. He did include two photos in, in his review of the Central Park Zoo. So without further ado, David S. David S. This is a zoo? Good luck seeing any animals. Unless you consider thousands of other tourists crammed elbow to elbow <laughs> in this tiny space as animals, which you would be justified in doing, in part Oof. because many do not wear deodorant. <laughs> is there no capacity limit? We saw part of a bear's leg, <laughs> I think. Maybe <laughs> an arm? We saw some beautiful but dirty swans eating from a grain dish, but they were pretty quickly chased <laughs> away by giant rats who ate the swan food. That oh was fairly entertaining as here's what would happen if you took a beautiful swan out of its natural environment and stuck it in the middle of Manhattan. It would get covered in a layer of New York scum, and some rats no. would eat its lunch. <laughs> I suppose this place is a zoo in the pejorative sense. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that what it's supposed to be? Is this some kind of a sarcastic art installation? <laughs> what do you think of this review? I think it's funny. It, my memory is serving. We didn't like David. We thought he was like a little bit like broy with the pejorative and all of that. But I still kind of think that the whole tourist is animals and them not wearing deodorant is kind of funny. I don't know if I thought it was funny at the time or just I think douchey, it, but I do think it's funny. I definitely think it's funny. But I think what I'm feeling the most struck by is it feels like a character assassination of New York City wanting to have a zoo. Like, I feel like a zoo, right. any zoo anywhere, no matter where it is in the world, is going to be taking animals out of their natural environment. So True. Yeah, that's a good like, point. Like, it is sort of like, okay, so you don't like that the zoo exists right. in New York. Like, it's being shady I still think it's hilarious that he saw a bear's leg. And I remember that we part put that it, on yeah. the cover. Yes. Part of a bear's leg. God, that is really funny. I mean, uh, do I... I mean, I feel like the value here is, like, it's in Manhattan. So it's going to be jam-packed crazy. I mean, the deodorant right. thing, can we say that that's typical? I don't know. I mean... They're tourists, so uh, I don't know. What do you? Th what would you rate this today? I mean, I think <sighs> I'm going to be higher than whatever. Like, what's the impact? I feel like the impact is that like this isn't like the San Diego Zoo. It's not like a huge zoo where you're going to see tons of exhibits. Like, you're going to be lucky if you can see a little bit of a bear. Which is like right. goes in line with being in Manhattan because there's not like that much space. Though Central Park is pretty big. All right, should we just right. crown it? I'm going to crown it. I feel like, I wonder if this is going to be higher than what I actually did, but here we go. I have no idea what I did okay. back then. The queens are tabulating. Total school. Oh my God. Oh my God, hilarious. Okay, so oh wait, this is what happened the first time. Trey's holding up two crowns and I'm holding up four. Like, are we both waxing poetic on our first review selections and feeling like they should be higher than they are? Maybe I landed at a three again in the end of this. I don't know why I went with four. I just think that like, it's important to know what you're getting into. And I feel like David, in a funny way, 
explained, you know, what we're up against. Yeah, I hear that. I have no recollection. I have no idea what I thought back then. Yeah. I can see in the video that I'm smiling. Yeah. So I'm entertained, which I think it is entertaining. I think the value, like, I I don't think you can say that that my experience, I'm going to have smelly, non-deodorant wearing tourists. Because it's like the tourists could be from France, where deodorant isn't as common, or they could be from Switzerland. Like, I don't know. I'm just... Where deodorant is plentiful. (laughs) <laughs> also, like, I would love to just hear more about the actual layout, the experience. Like, yeah, if it feels a little shady, okay, and like comedy, but I have no idea what I said back then. Here we go. Okay, well, first of all, great pick. Thank um, you. I'm curious. Do you happen to know if David S. lives in New York? I don't know if David S. lives in New York, but I feel like no. I want to <laughs> say he lives in maybe he lives in like Long Island or Jersey or Connecticut. Stand by that. I just have a question. Yeah. Why would you choose the Central Park Zoo when you could go to the Bronx Zoo? I'm with you. I mean, I've been to both zoos and to be, okay, here we go. Yeah. David S. I don't think is very far off. I, yeah. When I went to the Central Park Zoo, I actually don't know if I did see him. Right. Like, I've never actually thought Same. about that. But a lot of the like things were closed. But honey, hearing this thing about is there no capacity hits in a whole new way in 2021. Yeah, I know. True. I don't know. Something. This is like um. This is just occurring to me, so I'm sharing it. But something about this, like, um, aren't I witty turn of the review kind of turned me off for some reason. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, there are a lot of things that were turned off about this. Let's just be clear that David S. obviously has impeccable grammar. Um, He he used ellipses properly. And he also used words like pejorative. So I think maybe David S. is like an SAT tutor on the side, maybe SAT too. Hilarious. So he definitely has a way with the pen. But that being said, there was a sense of pretentiousness oozing off the page with David S. There was a sense. I think I'm nodding in agreement. Yeah. Do you think that there's like value in this review? I think maybe in the sense of, like you said, it's not the best zoo. Go to the Bronx Zoo if you're going to be in the area. This is like a zoo light. So in that sense, I don't think he's misleading the reader. I think it's right to keep expectations low if you're going to go to the <laughs> Central Park Zoo. Yes, but you do have to pay that admission fee. So it it you is do. a zoo. David S. has a point to lo- be a little upset about paying does. to go to a zoo and like maybe seeing half of a bear's leg and like rats <laughs> or eating arm. or the arm or whatever. But also it's like pizza rat. You know what I mean? Like rats <laughs> are part of the experience. Right? They're just there. Yeah. They're just there. If you're going to be in the city, you're going to see rats. <laughs> I mean, I think like this is probably somewhat typical. Um, yes. What's the entertainment value here? I don't know. Literally just said the opposite. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like David was giving me a little bit of Karen vibes with his like judgmentalness. I think I was somewhat entertained. I wasn't knocked off my socks. He wasn't giving me laughter or anything like that. You know, like I think that's what turned me off about the um, the turn at the end about like, oh, is this like a philosophical zoo? Like it just felt a little like <laughs> heavy handed. That's I don't so know, like, interesting. You, I feel the opposite. Yeah, David S. Same. thought they were being really clever, but I don't know. That's kind of yeah. I I think definitely David S. thinks a lot of themselves. I mean, and also, is this some kind of sarcastic art installation? Yeah, 
I like unnecessary. It does, although that would be a really interesting like um, performance art <laughs> like grad thesis. Install yeah. a zoo and uh, let the actual patrons be the animals. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, that's a good point. But if we never had the Central Park Zoo, we would never have the animated series Madagascar. Exactly. What do you think the impact of this review is? If, if you were uh, David S.'s grandmother, would you hang this on the fridge? Oh, this is the first time we said no, this. No, okay. I wouldn't. But I feel like we haven't said that in a really long time. We haven't. Because at, at one point on the website, I don't know if it's don't still there, I was like defining each of our yes. like scientific breakdown in case people wanted to uh, submit their own review on our website, which you can still do by the way. And when we were talking about like the overall impact, we did talk about would grandma hang it on her fridge. I'm going to bring that back. I like that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> With those little like bunny sculptures that you can stick your face through and take pictures. Love a good bunny sculpture. I can stick my face in. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready. Like I, I can crown this, right? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Let's crown it. <laughs> the same card. Did I say three? Total score? No. <gasps> we were unanimous again at two, Trey. You were right at the top of the review. That's so weird. Why did I give them four? That's so it's, interesting. We were totally unanimous. I still said two, but I think that I feel differently. Like I was saying it's not really entertaining, but today I think it's very entertaining. I disregard yeah, the review because I think it's only entertainment. But at the time back then in the day, I thought they were really spelling out that you're not going to get a lot from this zoo, which I don't think they're really spelling out. I think they're being entertaining. Agree. I mean, I also think like we've been hardened. I think we've so. read a lot. If I found a David S. today, I would definitely be screenshotting and bringing it in because of the bear's leg. Yes. And I the... was curious if this would be what would this experience would be. Like if we are harder now. Yeah, I would have gone maybe 2.5 because I, I think that half crown. Yeah. In terms of Look, literacy and, you know, being able to understand what was written, that was clear. Sometimes you read reviews, they're just like the spellings all over the place, the grammar's all over the place. I don't understand what you're saying. I do feel like I understood <laughs> what David S was saying. I feel like it is probably a fair assessment. I mean, there's lots of tourists. I'm sure, you know, people walking around the city all day, walking around the park. I'm sure they do smell. Um, I'm sure I could expect <laughs> to probably only see a leg, an arm, um, the top of a head of an animal <laughs> in that environment. So I did feel like he was being truthful in his experience. I took, you know, a few crowns away from him because I felt like he was a little bit swarmy, a little bit into himself. And I wanted to knock him down a few pegs. So that was why I ultimately came to two crowns. How about you? You know, generally, the, I think there's value in the fact that like someone wasn't impressed with the zoo and that that may be a common um, experience at the zoo. Saying that it's very crowded, like it's probably accurate. Saying that they're never going to be wearing deodorant, all the hordes of people is sort of like, eh, is that for real? And I, I wasn't very entertained. And um, so for wow. that reason, I just, I gave it two. Two crowns. You were a little, wow. you were harsh. Yeah, but the same score, but for different reasons. That is for so different weird. reasons. I know. It is. I remember obsessing when I was listening back to the recording because I remember when I said the word smarmy that like in my head, I wasn't sure if it was swarmy or smarmy. And so I said something kind of like in between the two. And I remember thinking, is everyone going to think I'm an idiot? 
Whoa. I didn't know it was smarmy. I mean, I still haven't even clocked <laughs> that you were in between two different words. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I also remember in the beginning of the process, it was it was very much like you're a little bit softer and I'm a little bit harder. Yeah. Which like I don't think we are that way anymore. No. But I think we sort of like traded off. Like I think we've sometimes ch- I was impacted the Paula, each other. Sometimes yes. you were the Paula. Yeah. yeah. But also remember in the beginning, was it um ham and cheese sandwich? I've thought of ham and cheese a lot today. I know. We haven't talked about ham and cheese in a while, but I remember them saying that they really disagreed yeah. with us, right? Like they yeah. were like throwing things because so maybe this was one of those. Yeah, David has said that to me too. Like, he doesn't always agree with us. I love that. That you think is deserving of a five-star review. Who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. I'm going to go a little bit unusual with my inductee. And I'm going to induct whoever created this app called I Am. It's an affirmations app. And it's just really nice. It's a it's a great part of my day. Whenever I'm feeling down, I just get a little alert on my phone. Like I am worth it. I am able to accomplish what I want to. And I have a problem with affirmations. Like I always want to do them, but I feel like it's too much homework. Like oh, I have to come up with the affirmations, and then I have to remember to say them. And so if you're someone who is interested in doing affirmations, but not quite sure where to start, I say download this. This is not an ad, but download this app I am because they do all the heavy lifting for you and you get all the dopamine and whatever benefits of the affirmations. So thank you to the inventor. I should figure out who it is of the I am app. I'm always grateful when there's somebody that uses this platform for good. Thank you. I am. That's it. I love that. Okay. So we all have to download the I am app. Yes. Not an ad though. Yes. Um, okay. So my Royal Highness. Oh my God. We used to do two. Oh yeah. We used to both induct something. We used to both. That was so much work. <laughs> there was this really sweet older lady. Her name was Carol. And like, to be honest, she's probably in her like late seventies. She was tasked with um, wiping down all of the shopping carts when you walk in. So she was like the greeter and she was really lovely and sweet. And I came in and she asked me how I was doing and she called me sugar and she gave me the mm-hmm. her cleanly wiped down cart. And then on my way out, I um, had too much stuff. So I had to get a larger cart. And so I went up to Carol and she said, oh, you underestimated. And then I had to go to the shopping, like to the parking lot. And um, so I was like, can I take this out like to the parking structure? And she was like, you can do whatever you want, sweetie. (laughs) And I was, you know, anyway, my whole point here is in this time of sort of recognizing that interaction is so important. Carol really made my day. And who knows what her like story is, what her experience is. But she was sit- standing in the home goods, greeting everyone, being really lovely and sweet. And I ended up overspending at home goods. And I bet Carol is responsible. So she should get, you know, a stock in the company. And Carol, yes. whoever you are, you had an impact on me. And so for that, you are my Royal Highness inductee for this week. Carol. Uh- I remember Carol. 
Congratulations, Carol. Seems like well-deserved. And I hope you do get some stock in Home Goods. She better. She was really she working better. hard. All right. She was doing all the work. Okay. We did it. We did it, Queen. That's episode one in the books. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. If you want to lodge your own complaint, submit your own review, or share with the world who you would induct for My Royal Highness, leave us a voicemail. We have a voicemail box, 850-REVIEW-0. Yes. And you can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. And I'm at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. That's two R's. Become a member of the Royal Court. Since day one. I don't remember that. I know. Com slash the review queen. You can also watch live clips from our recording sessions on YouTube. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Dancing off. <laughs> I always love hitting that last note. Oh, we didn't do we Oh, didn't we didn't do have endings. the thing. I think we... It was like a few episodes in that we realized that we would have these like little convo moments afterwards and we decided to keep them because they were fun. Wow, Trey. I I felt like we were such like babies. I know. I feel I feel that too. Well, I think because we I think underneath everything for both of us, we've realized now was like a little bit of nervousness. Also, just being a little unsure. I mean, we were new. I mean, the experience of... I mean, I feel like for rating this review, that's really present to me is like, I do feel like we were jamming so much in. So much. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I, there is a part of me that is sort of like nostalgic for those really long episodes where like we both have been brought in a review, but like, honestly, I feel like I'm so much happier now that we, yeah, I don't feel nostalgic. We get to focus on. (laughs) on just the one well you're editing but yeah i do like the new format a lot better i do there's a part of me that still misses meryl Mm -hmm. i think i forever will but we have her every fourth after show we do have her on the after show that's true that is true but um i don't know you know what i wasn't like as embarrassed as i thought i would be. same i really thought i would be more embarrassed yes Yeah, so that's good. You know, we're always looking back on ourselves feeling like you just want to judge the hell out of yourself. But I feel like for two kids just getting started, we were we did pretty well. Yeah, I feel like um, protective of those people. You Me know? too. Like I, I thought I would be laughing at them more than... Me too. Or yeah. like, what an idiot. Even for how much is different, like so much of it really is the same. Like the backbone is totally the same. It's true. I think we've just loosened into it. But I think the stuff that works like is sort of what we've streamlined after yes. these 100 episodes. Agree. You know? Yeah, I really think we kept we kept the best of everything and and like you were saying at the top of this in terms of like what have you learned and you know not having to be perfect and things sort of getting there. I, I think that that is really evident and true in what we just watched. Like, I don't feel ashamed of what we created from the top of this, but I do recognize that things have gotten better and more streamlined. And I I really like where we're at now. Yes. But speaking of like being embarrassed. Yes. We do have the after show. Wait, so should we? Oh my God. That's going to be mortifying patreon get ready so wait should we let's should we rate the rest the episode yes 
Total school. Five crowns. You well, gave I a review was, queen. I was just gonna say, how could I not make us review queens? But <laughs> really, I but I really did want to say four, which you said. I said four because I do feel like we could have just like gotten there quicker. I have criticisms. I don't know if I would have kept listening, to be honest. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little like we were asking a lot of the audience. Why did you say four? I said four because I do feel like we are better now and I want to like leave that room for the best episode ever. And I don't think that it was the best episode ever. Right. But I do think that like for a first try out of the gate, you and I not having worked together in this capacity outside of a couple of rehearsals. And this was really a feedback that I heard from the first episode from a lot of my friends, which I was grateful for was that you and I were work so great together that we really complimented each other. Well, that, people could feel our friendship and yes. you know our dynamic which i think has, has obviously gotten stronger over the years but i do think that that was there and that's it really still there. at the core of what we do here at review that review so and i would also say i think yeah. it's good that the strongest episode was not episode one right yeah because then you you have nowhere to go Right, I'm kind of like maybe it's actually four and a half. No, it's a five. We're review it's queens. It's a five. Come on. We're review we queens. created it. We did. We worked so hard, you know, on the back end of every single element of this yeah. show, from the logo to oh the God, website, forever. like so much, you know, man hours, queen hours, we'll say, went into getting to the point of that first episode. So, yeah, I'm proud of us. And All now right. we're a hundred episodes in. This was episode 100. 100. We did it, wow. This is our 100th round on the RU. We can't even get it right. See? It's the 100th time and still. Still. Thank you for joining us today. I hope that you got a little bit of a kick out of listening to this episode one with us. Um, and if you want something that's even crazier, this <laughs> is the time. Now is the mo- Now is the moment yeah, to join Patreon if ever there was a moment. Mm-hmm. And thank you, obviously, as Chelsea said, for joining us, whether this is your first time or if you have been with us since day one. It is very meaningful. And we, you know, if we didn't have people that were in our queendom, there would be no point to continue. So it is so much more than us just sitting on opposite coasts talking into microphones <laughs> and so that's you guys so thank you yes and thank you for hitting up our voice mailbox yes 1850review0 and sharing your complaints with us and your nominations keep them coming we love 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 hearing them we want to hear about your favorite episodes your favorite inductions your favorite laugh out loud moments let us know you can also follow us as always on all the socials at the review queens i'm at chelsea bd chelsea with a y it's been two years and i still have not gotten at chelsea don so So, yeah we got to work on that and i am at (laughs) trey gerald so as we've teased a few times on this week's after show companion podcast oh my god we are rating and reviewing our very first dress rehearsal (laughs) which was recorded on April 12th of oh, 2021. And you guys, 
we were nervous. We didn't know how to work Zoom. We didn't know what to do with <laughs> audio. We didn't ha- know about sound so cues. True. We had a completely different concept for how we would read review. It's yeah, it is a different wild formats. Ride. We didn't have certain sound cues. I remember that was like my biggest takeaway from the rehears- rehearsal. Anyway, it's gonna be a mess and hopefully a fun mess um, and a funny mess. So to find out what made Chelsea say, because social norms just aren't a thing to them (laughs) and to find out what made trey say i'm turning red i'm so red (laughs) i'll take it from here I'll take oh God, I look purple. <laughs> it's so dismissive. Why did I say that? Oh. Then become a member of our Patreon. Come on at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon to hear our weekly members only companion podcast. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a hundred episode queen. You're a hundred episode gender non-specific 100 episode queen. That's right. Bye. Goodbye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with Voice of Her Talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. That was two hours and I have to pee so bad. (laughs) Okay, go pee. I really am like amazed that it wasn't as skin crawly as I thought it would I'm be. I'm so grateful, but I have a feeling what's going to come up on the after show will be a little bit more cringy. It's coming right now, girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Here we go. I have no idea what, what? the review was <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. Hey, Queens, on After Show episode 80, Chelsea and I slog through the humiliating embarrassment of watching rating and reviewing our very first attempt at review that review that's right our very first dress rehearsal I'm crying. oh my god it's so embarrassing <laughs> we are like two seconds in where we were able to send love and be very kind to our past selves as we rated and reviewed episode one on our 100th episode this after show is an hour and seven minutes of candid conversation as my face turns purple <laughs> i'm turning red i'm so red oh, i look like a new beluga <laughs> chelsea literally hawks up a loogie i'm dying i totally forgot that that was what we did <laughs> I mean, a oh, tissue. She has a tissue. <laughs> Things take a very different turn. I knew it, you little bitch. You changed it. You don't want to miss this, I promise you. So if you have yet to take the plunge and join our Patreon so you get access to this members-only after-show companion podcast that we talk about every episode, I really implore you to take the plunge right now. All you have to do is go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. 
where you can join at four different tiers. We have a $1 a month tier, a $5 a month tier, $8 a month tier, and a $15 a month tier, where you will get access to over 203 exclusive posts, including video and audio, get discounts on our merch, and give yourself the opportunity to being featured as one of our Patreon Royal Highnesses. So go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon right now so that you can listen to this very... (laughs) humiliating episode as well as unlocking that entire back catalog it wasn't that i was like judging you it was that i was thinking (laughs) i'm gonna have to do this (laughs) like you got it over with and it was like a lot like i'm about to but i was also thinking like what the fuck like what is that what have i done but that was definitely what i was thinking we love you queens keep your crowns up love ya love ya bye